Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. In my younger years, I really didn't like to read things of ancient history or books even written in 1920 and 1930s. My thought was, we're living today in modern times. We know a lot more. Why would I waste my time reading about stuff that doesn't exist anymore? Or they're very primitive, and they don't understand things the way we do in today's world. And you know, studying the Old Testament taught me these people knew a lot. And if we approach the Old Testament just as a history book, then we get confused and we miss the beauty of the writing of the Old Testament and the deep thought about God and about human relationships. And that's what today's reading does, one of many readings from the Old Testament, this one from the book of Genesis. It's the second story of creation. And look at the beauty and the writing of the people, which began with the oral traditions and eventually written down. And it's the story of God's ultimate ideal of humanity. He creates humanity, and he creates man. And in that Adam, he wants Adam to be fulfilled with a partner. It's his joy, his desire, to have the ideal that Adam is not meant to be alone. That human beings are meant to be communal and in loving relationships. And so a woman is created out of his own flesh then, and God is pleased with that. And so his desire in the Garden of Eden is one of all humanity, loving, all people in loving relationships, being fulfilled in unity and reconciling and loving and forgiving, all the things that make us fully human. But, you know, sometimes we miss the point, and sometimes we fall short. And so we know that humanity doesn't always live up to that I being, but God doesn't stop. That's why in Hebrew, in the word that is used for sin, I love it. I love the word that is used to describe sin in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew mindset. And the word means missing the mark. Missing the mark. Isn't that a great way to describe sin? It means that we fell short, but you know what? We get another opportunity. We in 2021 think sin means you're evil, you're bad, and you're going straight to hell. Good. I guess we're not that far advanced after all. And we can learn from the Old Testament. So God's ideal of relationship between man and woman, between all humanity, because today's readings aren't just for married people or divorced people. It's for all humanity. And the theology of creation is how do we respect and love and cherish each other in life and honoring each one's humanity. That's what Jesus does in Mark's gospel today. He uses the theology of creation to describe what marriage is like. Remember, in the time of Moses and including the time of Jesus, divorce is a big problem in the way that it's structured. So Jesus' intent today is not so much on the legal aspects of marriage and divorce, even scriptures st struggle with that when other writers say, well, we're trying to be compassionate because we know divorce is real. But today, Jesus is talking about the structure that's going on there that is not helping people to be equal. Remember, in that time, men could simply get a divorce for any reason 
what's called a writ of divorce. And the woman had no say, no standing. Many times she was just left alone there. In fact, under Jewish law, she could not even ask for a divorce. Only the man could. And Jesus sees that lack of dignity. In fact, here's what Jesus is saying. Quit objectifying women. You are equal together. And that's why he says, have you not read God's ideal of human relationship? That we are entered in together. And it doesn't mean everyone's going to get together for the rest of their lives. So you see, I always remind you at your wedding vows and about your wedding vows, they last forever. That means that no matter what happens in the relationship, even if things can never go back, if there's so much damage that you can't go back, and you shouldn't because it's not healthy, you don't stop respecting. And you don't stop treating each other respectfully. That never ends even if you end in divorce. And that's exactly what Jesus is talking about today. That even the Catholic Church, in its blessings, of nuptial blessings over couples, here's what it says. May her husband recognize that she is his equal and heirs to the life of grace. I bet you didn't know that, did you? Be careful. You might become a knowledgeable Catholic and do damage. You are created equal. And that's the beauty of what Jesus is talking about today. And so it isn't just about divorce or marriage today, but it's for all humanity to know that God's intent is that we love and cherish and respect all humanity, every human being. And many times we do miss the mark. But this Sunday is an opportunity again to strive to do better. This month in our Catholic faith, we are celebrating what is called Respect Life Month. An opportunity to look at different life issues, to know that sacredness of all human life, from the moment of conception until the last natural breath, is where we need to go. And that's what Jesus is talking about, and that's what Genesis is talking about in terms of humanity respecting one another and being in right relationship with each other as human beings. I think sometimes, though, we got to do a better job of meeting people where they're at in life issues. What can happen is that one person or a group can be so motivated and passionate about one issue of life that sometimes that's all they see. And then they begin to tell other people, if you don't have that same passion that I do or we do, then you're not really Catholic. Or don't you understand that these are the issues you need to be careful? And it could be any issue. And we just say, well, if you don't have that same philosophy as we do or I do, then you're not really Christian and God's not pleased with you. Here's what I found out about you who are who are life-giving Christians. Here's what I know about you, is to meet you where you're at. Some of you have to deal with elderly issues. Your parents or grandparents are really getting old, and they need extra care, and we're not sure what to do with them. And you know, you love all life, and you're concerned about all it, but right now, all your life can handle is your elderly parents or grandparents. And that's your focus. And it takes all the energy to decide. But I have found if we meet people where they're at, they are pro-life. 
They do care because right now all they can absorb is how to handle this crisis or this challenge that's presented to them, how to faithfully take care of elderly people and their family. And you know, I find they're the greatest witness in the world because after a while, they start sharing information. Here's a card of a group that I follow that help get grandpa and grandma some help. Here's a support group of people doing that. Let me give you the number of the counselor I saw. Or the parish has something directly to help you that can help find a resource to help get some help to take care of elderly grandpa or grandma or mom or dad. And just because they don't believe in other things and have time doesn't mean they're not pro-life. How about some of you that deal with sickness in your lives of family members? I just met someone who has been sick for 20 years. Wow! Can you imagine the journey of that family and tell them, well, you really don't care about all the life issues that are out there. Well, you know what, Father? We're just trying to take care of this illness here. And you should see our bank account. We're broke. We've got to keep getting medicine. And it's a challenge, but we love our sick child, our sick parent, our sick family member. And it takes everything. And I'm respecting life by not abandoning them, but helping them. But God, I'm just overwhelmed. And all I can do is simply get up and take care of them. That's being pro-life. Some of you have loved ones in prison. And all you think about is, are they going to be safe? Is the state doing the right thing or they don't care? And you hear stories from your loved ones in prison. Are they going to make it? Are they being treated with care and respect? Are they going to be healthy? And that's all you can think about. And sometimes you're embarrassed to tell people that you have a loved one there and you try to hide it, but yet it consumes you. Heck, you know, I wanted for a priest for a long time, for many years, many decades, to go visit the prisoners. I would help in other ways, but I was too scared to go. And I would pray for him, and I've tried to do what I can. It means I cared, but I didn't want to take that step until one day a loved person in my life that I really love and care for ended up in prison, and I had to go visit them. And then once I went in there, I said, heck, this is easy. I could do that. And I began doing masses at prison and visiting with prisoners, and I thought, I should have done that a long time ago. It didn't mean I didn't care, but that life brought me an issue that now I can minister to people in prison because that life issue crossed my path. Now, for some of you, you might have loving members who are at the age of possibly getting pregnant or causing pregnancy. That might be your fulfillment right now because you're concerned. How do we protect the unborn, but also how do we help people raise children? Not just the unborn, but also including the raising of children. That's a whole life issue as well. So I think the point is, how do we meet people in life issue situations and affirm what they're doing because they become experts in that one field and it changes over time. What today's issue will be totally different in a few years, or maybe tomorrow, because I know this, illness and surprises don't make appointments with us. They just happen to show up. And so the church is offering you, the parish here, is a resource 
of life issues. Go to our parish website, and the first thing you'll hit is life issues, or just put our address slash respect life. We have a lot of teachings for you, a lot of information to help you pray and reflect and the actions of many life issues to let you know that the parish continues to work on not just one issue, but many issues that affect many people. On there is a report on what our faith teaches so that you get accurate information. The problem with many Catholics is their only knowledge of Catholicism is what Aunt Fred tells them. And so then they believe, oh, the only church believes in one issue. The only church believes this. No. That's why I want you to be informed to say, here's the quotes, here's what we believe, and here's what people do on many levels in their lives of life issues. And so each Sunday after the homily, we're going to show you a video of one area of many, one of many life issues that we experience here at the parish. So at this time, let's take a look at this week's life issue that affects us in the parish and in living our faith. Get on the bus celebrates life through transformational love. We go to the women's prison for Mother's Day and the uh, male prison for Father's Day, and we bring children to their parents, and we spend the day with them. We have pizza, we play games, we um, step to the back a little bit and let the children and their parent really have a good time today during that day. Who would think that going into the prison would be such an amazing experience? Um, and one of the things that is most inspirational is that it's reciprocal. You know, you know doggone well that the women and the men that want to see their children, um, their hearts long for that. And we know that the children also long for that. But the ministers have gained so much insight, so much of the pain, so much of the joy, that it's unbelievable. And I'd like to share one story. So uh, the last time we went in person to get on the bus, we went to Perryville, which is the women's prison. And one of the applications was from a mom. And her uh, child that she wanted to see was two years old. Now, it didn't make a whole lot of sense since she was in prison for two years. And so come to find out that she uh, birthed that child in prison and they took that baby right away. And when we brought them together on Mother's Day two years ago, it was the first time that that mother was able to see her child. It was amazing. It was like there was no prison guards. It was like there was no shame. It was like love was there. Energy that you have just to meet that challenge that's going on in your life. And it doesn't mean you don't care about other issues. But you become a great witness because I've seen many of you help other people when there's addiction, when there's loneliness, when there's child care needed, when other things that are extreme issues, you become a great resource to many. And so please remember, on our website, take a look at the different life issues. Three things are asked. Pray, reflect, and be called into action of what you can do more to help in life issues. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. 
We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 